Yo, 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 welcome to Riffs on Tap, episode number 48. I'm your host, Alejandro. Today, I don't have Riley with me, unfortunately, uh, but I have some fantastic and wonderful guests here, and I'd like to let, let themselves introduce them to y'all. Go ahead, y'all. What up? It's your girl, Let S, you know what I'm saying? Let's 17, we in the building. Yo, Zach in this bitch. Yo, what up, man? Isaac up in this motherfucker. Yeah. So today we have a really special episode. So things are going to be a little different if you are a longtime listener. This is our first artist spotlight. So we have three fantastic artists here, local artists uh, out from out of Austin and San Antonio and I guess Philadelphia as well. Um, and we wanted to bring them in, just talk, you know, uh, go over who y'all are, what y'all are doing, and what's coming up for y'all. Um, if any of y'all want to go first, like, who, who are you? If you had to give me, like, a short, like, we're we're at summer camp, and it's like, all right, Zach, uh, go ahead, introduce yourself, and let us know to the class what you got going on. Let Ooh, me hear you. I am myself. That's the best thing you can be out here. So, <laughs> I go by Zach Quiet Down, definitely an artist, a musician at heart. I just want to change the way music is perceived by the average listener and how they see that shit, how they listen to it, how they feel that. That's who I am. I love it. I love it. So I'm a producer, still artist as well, but mainly focused on producing right now. But just trying to change how the music is made and how it sounds, trying to find our own wave and just redefine all that shit. So honestly, just at the same time being ourselves and speaking our truth, telling our stories, and hopefully just find someone else that can make the same connection, maybe help them through some type of time, you know? Dude, I feel that, man. I feel that a lot. Yeah, so, Essence, um, the young artist, um, music lover at heart, but I just want to, like, express myself to me, find other people out there that can something. Dude, I like that. So I've been listening to y'all's music uh, for a long time now because I've known I've known you, Isaac, for coming up on. It's been three years. Yeah, it's been about three years that we've yeah. been working together. Zach, I've known you for a couple years now, and then this is our first just time met, meeting. Yeah. We just met today, essence. Um, but um, I've been listening to y'all's music for quite some time. Started listening to your music as of recently when we first started trying to get this set up, and. I've loved how y'all two have progressed and like developed your sound. When I first heard Essence on Foreign, um, Zach's uh, Zach Quiet Down song, oh, bars. Absolutely. Yeah. I love your flow. <laughs> uh, I love bars. your bars. <laughs> it's, it's, no, like you, you have a really cool flow. Like y'all's flows are very different, but it works well when y'all are both so, on the same track. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. For y'all, what's like an inspiration for y'all? Like, who is there a certain artist that you may take a flow or take bars or ideas from, or you know, it's kind of a little bit of everything. Like, what what inspires you? Yo, definitely Juice was a big inspiration for me. R.I.P. to him. Um, X, you know, all the legends, underground people, definitely big inspiration. And then I take from a lot of things when I'm making music. I take from I listen to a lot of shit. Like we was in the car listening to some opera shit. Like and not some opera, <laughs> some cinematic shit. Like I'm just vibing. It's <laughs> like what the hell is going on? <laughs> like yes, yeah. so I just be listening to everything, and so you can hear that in my music. Definitely, when you listen, you know, you'll hear a lot of different things. Yeah, I I definitely hear that. You you definitely move around and in a very cool way that like it all makes sense. Like yeah. Essence, what about you? What were some of the big inspirations for you that like got you into music, helped inspire you? I mean, the music. Um, I probably say like Drake and Lil Wayne. I was real big on like Young Money mm -hmm. coming up. Yeah, Nicki Minaj too. Yeah, you can pick up that mic and hold on to it. It's a little easier for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, Drake, Lil Wayne, Nicki Minaj. Right now, I definitely say like Polo G, G Herbo, but. I've got like I listen to everything, you know, different genres. So same thing, a little bit of everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Isaac, what what got you into making beats? What was like the the thing that got you into it? If we're talking about beats, honestly, it was Zach because I wasn't really big onto producing when I first started this whole music career. To be honest, like I was more focused on artists and finding YouTube beats. 
but I knew I had like wanted to go after a specific sound. But when I started linking up with Zach the first time and I seen him making beats, that's when I was like, oh shit, yo, I could just do this do this shit myself and I don't gotta pay these motherfuckers, you know? Exactly. So like fuck that and for sure, like that's what happened. Like I was able to make beats and I ended up staying more onto the beat side rather than the artist side and I progressed pretty fucking well at it. I mean it's still nowhere near where I wanna be, but we get in there. But yeah, I mean but as far as inspiration, like for the sound, I would definitely say J. Cole, Juice World but mainly like also like in the rock because I listen to a lot of heavy metal, a lot of screamo type shit. And like just the type of drum breaks that be going on, the different guitars and just where everything is placed. That's kind of where I've been chasing. Like everything has a specific place in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. One of the artists that I feel really ties together that metal and kind of the rap trap feel is definitely Kamiata Plus. He's one that I've talked about on the podcast before. He's got like this vibe to him where he can go into that screamo if he needs to, but his beats, his, his um, just the way he performs is just is hard. Like I fucking I love his shit. I fuck with this shit so hard. One of the songs is produced by the Dutchman. Yeah, uh, Dutchman. Yo. Oh, <laughs> it's Bro, fucking so, so good. Hard, fuck. <laughs> yeah, nah, I fuck with that shit. That shit uh, it has energy and shit. Like he's one of those artists that like I legit went to a different concert to see him yeah, yeah, like cool. uh i went to this edm show and it was a bunch of dubstep artists that i was familiar with but not big fans of except for the main headliner but i saw it was featuring kamiata and i was like oh bet 100 percent, i gotta go see him and uh i know i told isaac about it I was like i met him and like he's just like a super cool down-to-earth dude was oh, i loved it it was, it was super fucking awesome um, but yeah, it's always. Have you guys met any artists before that you're like that you've had an experience where like fuck that was the best thing ever, or even on the flip side, you met an artist that you really liked or something, and it wasn't a good experience. Have y'all had any of those before? Um, I've had one. It wasn't with me. It was with my sister actually. She, you know, on Harry Potter. Yeah. Bellatrix Lestrange. Yeah. We were like at we we're in D.C. looking at the Twin Towers like memorial, and we had walked out of there. Like my sister wanted to say what's up she kind of like just blew her off and shit you know like yeah busy and shit uh, i haven't had personal experiences with like artists i actually haven't even met any honestly for being for real like never gotten the i just see this i just see it you know i'm i'm one of those people who like if i like an artist like i want to like know about them i want to like meet them if i can if they got a meet and greet i'm gonna buy that shit like i i enjoy yeah, shit. Like, yeah. the one i'm still waiting to meet is young gravy Oh, yeah. Which I'm kind of curious to ask y'all. How do y'all feel about comedic rappers? Rappers who, they ain't talking about real shit. Like, they're talking about stuff that they that think is funny. They're doing their own thing. Like, they're being themselves. So, I fuck with that. I actually really yeah. enjoy that stuff, you know? Like, I don't know if Ski is, like, more com- comedic. He's he's more, like, hardcore. But, like, his stuff, some of his bars be funny and stuff. But not more, like, Young Gravy. Like, who else? A Baby No Money. Yeah, uh, like, I remember we had a phase we... We were like sharing, you know, those high pitched artists. Like, yeah, yeah, we were <laughs> listening to those, sending songs back and forth. So, yeah, no, I, I like that stuff. Like, I think it's cool. I think it's original. So, I definitely vibe with it. Yeah. What do you think about that? You said, what's the question? Uh, if you have like some of the more comedic rappers, like your little dickies, your young gravies and stuff, ugly like, God. <laughs> you, ugly God, ugly God, God yeah, yeah man. For Which he kind of fell off. Like, what, yeah. I don't even know what ugly God's doing nowadays, bro. For real, I don't know what he'd be doing. He's working at Target, probably. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like Lil Pump. Lil Pump just kind of fell off the map. Lil Pump, fucking um, Smoke Perp. Yeah, man, I don't smoke hear... Smoke Perp, I don't remember. Yeah, you which, don't hear about him no more. It's funny, the artist that I thought was really going to blow up was Namir. YBN Namir. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he absolutely... The whole YBN gang. Yeah, Corday. Corday took off, yeah. Corday, yeah. Corday kept going. He just did a TED Talk. I don't know if you guys saw that. I haven't, actually. I saw, I saw clips of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and is. So I saw some some clips of it as well on TikTok, and he was talking about like his mentality and like his whole thing is that I want to get rid of negative people in my life. Like that negativity is contagious. Yeah, for real, the negativity is mad contagious. I mean, like you become a product of your environment. Like, and that goes for all aspects. That's not even just like in that sense, like of negativity. But you could take it where if you're living in the hood 
and then you got homies that are doing all that shit but you want some different shit eventually you're gonna get influenced on something because you're gonna be like yo fuck that i want to drop out of school i want to go and do these drugs i want to run with the gang you know and on the flip side of that you could do that about school shit like that like it goes hand in hand but yeah that negativity is mad contagious yeah that shit even with like your parents and shit when you're chasing like a dream or something and not all parents you know but most don't see it that way you know but i was talking to essence about that it was something like my damn we're not supposed to talk about family though right i Which mean you, you, at you least can get into it it's, it's up to you yeah yeah you so it's crazy um yeah no, i don't want to put my dad in a negative light at all but he was like definitely like supports now and everything and believes but, um no he's a great dad great dad the whole way through but yeah. um i remember one point um i quit my job you know like this is like maybe the first or second time i quit my job like do music you know i was like i'm gonna do, just do music had no clue what came with that nothing just passion wanted to just fuck it let's go yeah. <laughs> and so i remember i'm doing that it's like a week maybe a week goes by like i'm just making beats every day really dedicated to it like just doing that shit like but he came in like and he was like you can't stay here and do nothing and like i was like damn like i'm working on shit right now what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, but like nothing to him as in yeah, right. Like, he's, like, he's just sleeping. He's just sleeping all day. Never leaves. Oh, I'm like, yo, I know you hear this. You telling me to turn it down? Like, what you mean? Nah. So like, that one, like, that made me realize. At least now, like, even talking about it right now, I just realized like nothing to them. Basically, just not having a regular job. You know, that's they can't see that. That's like nothing to them. So that negativity, when you're chasing something like that, that can really get in the way of that. And so. Sometimes you even have to tune that out, you know, even with your own family and stuff. Yeah. Family, friends, anybody. Yeah, anybody definitely. Real, really how it be going, because, like, just like he said, like, the whole family negativity, I mean, like, my parents' eyes of success. It was going to college, getting a job, being having a job that's high paying, where I could just sustain myself, get a nice house, you know, get a decent car and shit, but... It's not like the type of shit I wanted to do. You know, you got to chase your passion at the end of the day. And That's the one thing. So two parts there. I, t- I totally agree <laughs> with Corday. I like to surround myself with people who are motivated and they're like goal oriented. Whatever it is their goal is. I don't give a shit. If you're like want to be the greatest fucking garbage man of all time, you be the greatest fucking garbage man. Oh, of all for time. real though. Yeah. If that's what makes you happy. If that's what makes you happy for if that's yeah. what you have a passion for, everybody has a passion. Exactly. Yeah. And everybody's built for something. That's what I'm saying. Everybody's made for something. Exactly. So I want to surround my people, myself with people who are like, they're goal oriented. They want to go somewhere. They want to do something, whatever it is they want to do. Just as long as you're like you're shooting for something, you're going for something, and that positivity is infectious. It's like you start doing well, then they start doing well, and someone else starts doing well, and y'all like pick yourselves up together as a group, and it's like this community-driven thing. And there's this dude on TikTok who talks about that. Like no one is self-made. Y'all are community-made. You are the product of the community to help bring you together. Y'all got this opportunity to perform this show because you talked to this person who he's been in that situation before. So he wanted to help y'all out. And that got you in the eyes of other people. And they started listening. They started sharing. And it grows. It's like it wasn't just you. Everyone around you grows you. But having that positive energy is what's going to like push you forward and surrounding yourself with positive people. I really do feel that's how can help push you in the right direction. Definitely. Exactly. It's just like what we said earlier about being a product of your environment. Like you can be in the negative. You're going to become negative. If you're in the positive, eventually you're going to start doing positive. You're going to be like, damn, you know, I don't want to get left out like that. You, you're going to want to do something. So you're going to go 10 times harder if you really care about it like that, you know? Yeah. yeah hell yeah surrounding yourself with positive people and just like-minded people that shit will help you like having a team around you will help you it's a bunch of puzzle pieces together because you can yeah because you can do that show on your own but how long is it going to be before you burn out and then you got to do all these different things how much time are you actually getting to spend on that one craft that you want to do so now like you know yeah that uh, you got something? Because that actually leads into a good question I wanted to, to ask y'all. What is it like trying to do the work-life balance where you, you got to pay the bills, but you've got this passion, this passion that's driving you forward. Like, how how do y'all do it? Like, you know, 
what drives you? How can you guys get that done? Like, what can you, like, say to other people? Man, it's crazy. Like, you just got to want that shit, honestly. Like, I remember, like, when I was living in Jersey, because I would have to drive over the bridge to Philly to shoot videos. I remember I had to, like, get off of work at a certain time, hurry up, try and beat traffic, <laughs> get over in there and everything. But, yeah, I was picking up extra shifts. I was doing, like, everything because that's what I wanted. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted the studio time, so I was just doing what I had to do get it done but it's not easy though like it's hard but it just comes down if you want it definitely comes down if you want it like because i've worked a job and went to school as well you know still doing music but because i was super dedicated you know but that shit didn't last because i wasn't passionate about the work the other work i was doing you know so i realized i didn't want to do that but um oh man say the question <laughs> again say the question because i have something it the work life oh yeah, yeah 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 no it really comes down to dedication honestly like you can definitely have a job and still do music but you know if you you just have to have be a different work type you know mm-hmm. on some Elon Musk shit like <laughs> to <laughs> yeah. have the drive but yeah it just comes down to your drive and dedication on that shit yeah I know that's something I struggle with because I my hours have gotten longer and longer and I still have to come, I come home and try to come up with ideas for the podcast, ideas for this and that. It's hard. It really Shit is. is. It is hard. And sometimes depending on what your job's like, I mean, like if they'll work with you and like, you're going to run on that schedule, you know, like, and then eventually you can go and quit it. But like just doing the work life balance whole type thing. I mean, it does come down to dedication. How bad do you really want that shit? But in terms of my aspect, like fuck waking up at five, uh now at this job and then going to show staying out till one two in the morning same shit with studio time like all that shit takes a toll so like at some point you got to get some type of sleep because like i know for me like i was getting burnt the fuck out i was tired as shit and working that type of job it's a physical demanding job so like that shit does take a toll i mean like at some point that you're gonna crash and when you crash that shit's not it's not pretty. Shit can last for weeks. Yeah, shit can last for weeks, for months. Like, like burn yeah, and I've been there. I've fucking crashed out for months, like almost damn near a whole year. But I came back, and shit wasn't like, oh damn, like I'm gonna come back and this shit gonna be hard. No, it took a fucking while. I had to build momentum. Yeah, no, I experienced some of that early at the beginning of this year. I was just like, I was getting to work, and I was just like, I was just agitated at every little thing, yeah. and I was like, why am I getting so mad about that? And I just, I thought about it for a while and i was like i think i'm just burnt out and i literally just talked to my manager i was like dude i just need like a long weekend just let me get some time off they're like that's fine and they are totally understanding with it and they were like cool took like four or five days off came back refreshed ready to go but yeah like even if you're not doing anything crazy outside of work still that you can still get burnt out on doing the same thing over and over and over again yeah and like the end of the day if you're really passionate about what you're doing like you shouldn't let that paycheck just keep you going like as you get comfortable and you start looking for that paycheck and i know i'm guilty as fuck of that because like that's what kept me there you know like that's what was paying my bills and shit because like the first time i quit a job to go and do music i didn't know what the fuck i was gonna do <laughs> i went made music but i was also sleeping too because i was just so fucking tired and burnt out like damn like I, it kind of backfired on my ass you know yeah so i mean fuck like you really just can't let that paycheck hold you so i've got a question for y'all i'm curious what is y'all's process when y'all are getting ready to make music because it's a job it's a, it's, it's another job that y'all work in do you guys have like a set schedule like hey i'm gonna wake up at this time i'm gonna be in the studio at this time or is it as ideas come to you you're like oh let me sit on my computer let me work on some stuff what is y'all's process for for writing and getting going with music? Honestly, I used to have a schedule. And like, that was when I was in school and stuff or at a job, like I would, especially when I was in school, I would wake up, I had classes, my dumb ass took classes at 6 a.m. Why? I don't know why, I couldn't tell you. But I would be up at like 4 or 3.30 a.m. like making beats all day. Like back and I'd be making like 10 beats a day, like 15, going crazy, like what? Like, people would be like, bro, yeah, it was a while, like, that work. That was when I first started, and I just really wanted it. And, um, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was crazy. But I would be waking up doing that, working. What was the question again, bro? Oh, maybe I was just hard, bro. <laughs> nah, Go hit right, me with it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the process? See, what the fuck am I talking about, bro? What's your, what's your current process? So, like, yeah, I would have a schedule, but now 
I like to just like wake up and just do me because I have that time, you know, without the job, you know, without having that job. And then I'm also there's nothing wrong with having a job at all. You know, you got to pay bills like you don't want to be broke and shit, you know. Exactly. So like, you know, shit, if I go if I go broke, I'm going to go get a job, you know. Rather than fucking rob niggas and shit, but <laughs> hey, that's a come up though. I'm like, <laughs> nah, but yeah, like, shit, yeah, it's. I like to wake up and like you know play with my dogs and shit. You know, like regular shit that you should be doing, but be you a can't human do. being. Be, be a fucking human. human yeah, being. I like to be yeah. a human in the morning, <laughs> yeah. and like I might hop on Xbox with my friend or something. But then towards the afternoon, like I'm usually working, like rest of the afternoon on music or whatever. You know. So it just depends, honestly, how I'm, how I'm moving, like, and just what type of my inspiration levels are at. Yeah, I used to do the schedule, you know, and you would make shit like you might make you'll make you'll make, definitely make a few good songs, you know, in the day. But then it kind of like gets repetitive and like it's just like robotic, like it feels, yeah. you know, it doesn't feel normal. And that's another thing I like my music to feel normal and like like me, you know. So I'm, I'm just chill, like. I like making a song, I'm gonna make a song. <laughs> I make two or three, but once I sit down, I'm usually I'm sit, I'm stuck. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, just um having shit flow like I would do the schedule and like I would just kind of go based off of inspiration. But like as you said, yeah, with the schedule, it can be robotic. And sometimes you can like force it. So, yeah. you know, I don't wanna force anything, but I just I just make music like I don't have a set schedule. Yeah, yeah no, I don't know. I like that flow. Like, just, you get inspired, you just like, all right, let me sit down, let me work on something. I like that. Yeah, yeah but it also can be dangerous, because I, <laughs> I know for me, like, again, like, sometimes, like, that inspiration just comes and goes, and then sometimes it'd be days in a week, and then, like, you know, I'm kind of fucked, because I didn't do shit that week, you know? But it is cool, like, sometimes you get, you do got to take a step back and, like, go live again go and do normal shit you know for real because like for me like making shit like doing that whole schedule shit like it was cool but i was also school work home balance life you know social life and then doing that shit like i don't even have a social life really like that like i had to type (laughs) i chilled at the house but you know but like doing that type of shit like my shit i felt like i was going for numbers more instead of like the quality and like for me you know like I didn't want to do that shit. Like, I care so much about the beat. I'm putting my emotions, same shit with the song, my whole emotions, my whole thought, my whole world. Like, that's literally what you're diving into, production-wise and on the artist side, which that, that'll come soon. But mainly on production right now, yes, that's literally, literally what you can see from what I'm trying to pro- project, you know? So doing that shit was just robotic as fuck. You just can't do that shit. I felt like a clone, really. The reason why I asked that question is I'm not sure if you guys are familiar or saw when someone asked Eminem about his process and he says he, he treats it like a job. He gets in the studio yeah. at like 9 a.m. every day and he stays there till 5 p.m. and then after that he's done. Yeah, he's gone. And yeah. An artist, some, someone said that too. They went into the studio and it was like 6 o'clock and they were like, where's him? Yeah. He's gone, dude. He's not coming back. He'll be back at 9. Yeah, <laughs> <You> exactly. <know? laughs> And so, yeah, that's why, because some people, they like the schedule. Like, I'm very OCD. Like, I like a very rigid schedule. Like, I'll swap things out, but, like, I know, like, okay, I want to be here at this time. I want to do this at this time. Like, it's just how my brain works. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually what I'm trying to get back on. Like, I was kind of chilling, like, taking a break, you know. I felt like it was coming to that where shit's getting repetitive. But when I do have inspiration like that, I like to take take like a hold of that you know take control of that shit and just go you know so i will set those schedules wake up and get to that shit so it just depends honestly so i pull inspiration for a lot of different places like i i have a whole notes folder and a ton of voice memos just with jokes anytime i i find something that i think is funny i can write into a bit for a joke for stand-up or whatever I, I either write it down or I do a voice memo. When y'all get inspired and you're nowhere near the studio, how do y'all hold on to an idea? Like, voice what's memo. y'all's method? Yeah, yeah voice memo. Definitely. Like, I remember because, like, I used to work at Amazon. So I'd be driving, like, the big forklifts and I have, like, a melody <laughs> pop up in my head. You know, I take the phone out right quick. You know what I'm saying? You hear all the yeah. machines in the background. But yeah, <laughs> gotta get in and right quick. I use voice memos or just oh. write it down in my notes, too. 
Yeah. Yeah, writing it down dangerous. You forget how it went. I'll be putting like the clap emoji for like the. <laughs> oh my god. I love that. I'll that shit. I'll be putting emojis sometime after I ride a bar, you know? Like a heart or some shit. Like. I definitely do that shit. Yeah. That's funny as shit. But no, nah, yeah, I would definitely want to, I would like to get on a schedule like that and shit, you know. It's just hard also having a studio as my room as well, you know. The Xbox is right there. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Call my friend up real quick. Oh, shit. It's so <laughs> no. fucked up. <laughs> yeah. But that, yeah, it's dangerous right now. But that's why I'm planning to, like, be in studios more and shit and just go out. Be, you know, studio rat, honestly, is what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. No, yeah, having the studio as your room is, like, the hardest thing because that's, like, this yeah, setup here i have to like train my brain mm-hmm. that the bed is for sleeping and sleeping only yeah, bro. you sit on that bed you're done <laughs> yeah, exactly and so like even when i'm tired i get home from work and i'm exhausted i just sit here at my desk and i'm like let me put my youtube video on or whatever and i'm like this is where i work and do my entertainment stuff because i want my brain to be trained when yeah. i my bed hits that pillow we're out we're cold we're done what was that show he was showing us on apple tv plus Oh, oh, Severance? Uh, Severance, Severance, like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, that actually is like that. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so I showed, so when y'all pulled through, I we're just chit-chatting, talking, you know, kind of getting to know each other and, and stuff. And I told him about Severance, which I've talked about the show a lot on the podcast. So if you haven't heard me talk about it, I'll give you the brief description of it. But I've talked about it in previous episodes. Essentially, it's a show, very basic concept. You work for this company. They put this device in your head and you get severed. And so when you show up to work, that is like your work self. And you retain memories only from that. You do not know your family. You don't know what happened outside of work. That's it. When you get in the elevator to go back home, you activate into the to the relaxed self. And you just kind of chill. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Actually, this whole, like, there's like a line like in the right room. Here's <laughs> there's a line in the room. This is the work no. line of the room. That's the rest line of the room. <laughs> So you're right. That is kind of like severance. Yeah. Oh man. But all right. So I got to ask you a question that we ask every week on the show and I want to get y'all's feel. What do y'all listen to right now? Like what was the last thing you listened to? Like what, what are y'all fucking with right now? You listen to like a crown the empire song. What in the car last? Yeah. No, 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 no. We're listening to X. Oh yeah. We listen, we listen to a lot, you know, like we were saying, I was saying I was listening to opera the other day. What was that like two days ago? Like or not opera, like some, some classical instrumental. Yeah, yeah, it's like a whole straight piano, orchestra. Right. Orchestra, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vibing, yo. But like a lot of the times though, I won't even lie. I really don't listen to a lot of artists. Like I'm more like freestyling in the car. Like when I do listen to music, I listen to my my music a lot. You know, kind of to just keep my own sound. You know, mm-hmm. so. It just depends what week it is, you know. <laughs> if I'm out, if I'm not inspired by my stuff, then I'll listen to other stuff. I usually throw on like YouTube podcasts, though. Like I really yeah. don't listen to that much music. No, I being feel, an artist, like, I go back and forth. <laughs> sometimes the podcast week, sometimes the music day. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It just depends. Yeah, so I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just depends on the mood. Um, what I'm listening to. Every artist has a mood, so yeah. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. Definitely every artist has a mood, you know. But, like, shit, on the way here, shit, I was going through the whole playlist, man. I was playing heavy metal. I played some fucking... Yeah, yeah, I played soulful shit. I was listening to the Delphonics, bro. Some reggae in there, too. Nas, bro, yeah. Some reggae. I was listening to some reggae, bro. (laughs) Fuck. Hell yeah, bro. I'll be switching through, but, like, mainly, like, what I'm on right now. <laughs> but also because, like, yeah, like, I mean, mostly because, like, I'm trying to pick shit to, like, sample, like, listen, and also, like, listen to production. But also at the same time, like, shit, sometimes, you know, those words just be hitting, bro. So, like, <laughs> like for that, it'd be, like, J. Cole, of course. I'm heavy on him right now. Mm-hmm. But, um, damn. I'm mainly on like rock, bro. If I'm being honest, like I've mainly just been listening to rock because I like the way they be like doing their voice and shit. Like everybody got a certain tone, certain way they sing, and their own style. Like I feel like in rap, you can get the same shit pretty much just cookie cut over and over again, unless like you're actually the one making your wave. 
you know, mm-hmm. rather than just being another person that's doing the same thing in the same genre, which there's nothing wrong with that, but like, do your thing, bro. But like, shit, shit is getting old for real. Like, <laughs> shit is getting the same. The beats are sounding the same. Drum patterns, like all that shit, sounding the same, bro. Mm-hmm. And I'm guilty of that too, cause I I once yeah, wanted bro. to be there, but like, I've evolved past that, and now I'm trying to like get what the fuck is yeah like i'm trying to motherfucking make the next generational thing you know like yeah i feel that so for me so my background is mostly in edm music so for any of the listeners who've listened to your podcast you've you heard me go on a million times i love edm music edm and rap those are kind of like my spears i spend the most of my time in dabble in some pop country is very distant i i I listen (laughs) to what riley shows me and yeah, so, right. <laughs> uh, and if he, cause he knows my style, so he'll, he won't show me stuff that may mess with me. He, he very much knows my style. So if he shows me something, I definitely take my time to listen to it. Cause I know it'll be good. Yeah. But so for EDM, my favorite genre in EDM is trap is electronic trap, EDM trap, which takes, you know, rap trap and gives it more of that dubstepy, more of that heavier bassy feel to it. Yo, have you heard our song called follow me? Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. man, you're just like, it's like you're reading my outline. Um, I actually I have a bullet point there of like some of my favorite tracks um, that I've been really been fucking with and follow me a hundred percent because it's got that EDM feel to it, yeah. which who, did you produce that one or no, both, did. both? Oh, really? Okay. Dude, it's, it's fire. It's fantastic. Hey, it's great. I love it. Um, <laughs> But EDM trap for the longest time, it took very much the drums from from rap and trap, and you know put that little bit of an electronic feel onto it, uh, drums and trumpets and this and that, and it got really stale for a while. Yeah, although it is still my favorite genre, yeah, I yeah. recognize that there was a period where it got stale, and it wasn't until 2020 when the pandemic happened that I think producers really had the time to stop touring, sit at home, and really work on stuff because there mm. blew up all of a sudden some of the best trap artists I've ever seen in the EDM scene. Uh, people like ISOXO, Knock2, Jewels, Montel2099, and stuff like that. And they they found a way to take a classic sound and flip it in just the way to where it feels fresh and new, mm-hmm. but still retains the core values of what makes it trap music or EDM trap. And it's crazy when an artist can take a genre that may feel like it got stale. Mm-hmm. So in rap, you have the whole SoundCloud era. I yeah. still love it. I I've, I oh, look yeah. back at that era very fondly, but what's next? Can someone revitalize that era, revitalize that sound in a way that's going to be marketable for the present audience? And I'm always mm. super fascinated when someone can reach back to the past and bring something forward again. Mm-hmm. Just like, I don't know, do you guys watch Stranger Things? Yeah. Oh, not the new season. Yeah, not the new season. Yeah. I, I do not watch Stranger Things at all, but Kate Bush is everywhere just because of her song was featured in the fourth season. So every every TikTok and video online is all talking about Kate Bush. And I appreciate the fact that they're one of those shows that's able to like, all right, we want to be authentically 80s, so let's pull music from the 80s. And you've brought it forward, and you've now repopularized it. It's super cool when music can be cyclical like that. Where it's the same with um, Jack Harlow, First Class. Like, what, Fergie Streams went up, too, you know, from just him sampling that. People start listening back. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because Fergie's song was sampled from another song even yep. further back. Like, yep. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, no, definitely. Music we, is continuous. yeah. Yeah, like art is art. I remember, yo, this is some crazy shit. But my friend was like, <clears throat> I would be drawing and shit. And my friend, um, I remember I would copy other artists, you know, like the way they would draw a face and shit. He was like, yo, you can't do that. I'm like, what? Like art, like you, that's art is made to be copied, you know, art. Like that's how you get goods. You copy someone that did it before you, you know, and like, so that can be dangerous though as well, you know, sounding like someone and just making the what is it called the music just sound the same you know cookie cutter yeah shit yeah the win-win you know but definitely nah. Nah, oh yo hold on i'm guilty i don't know any of those artists you just named like i don't know like I don't no, no, no. <laughs> no i so i get into the weeds sometimes with some artists where yeah. like i have like there's some artists that i listen to that i even i know 
all right, you really, really got to know certain people. Like, there's this mm-hmm. rapper. Um, his name is Savage Realm. Have you all heard of heard about I him? I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from Houston. And um, he's a comedic rapper. Uh-huh. He probably has a total of 15 songs. Mm-hmm. And he's out of 15 songs pretty much his whole career. Like, he, yeah. he put them all out at once. Um, you guys familiar with Joji? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just announced a new tour today. And uh, who does he have opening for him? Savage Realm. Yeah. 99% of the people who are going to go to this tour probably have no idea what the fuck they're about to get into. Because <laughs> if you listen to Savage Realm, which I'll show you some afterwards, yeah. he got a song about aggressive masturbation oh. and I pissing on the floor. Like, oh. it's like, I'm just like, what were you thinking? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, like, you clearly knew what you're getting into. Like, it's, Joji's a serious artist now. He's done with the <laughs> filthy Frank, like, haha, I'm going to do crazy shit. Yeah. He's a serious musician who's doing real, like, heartfelt yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Why the hell you got, why, why you got a comedic rapper opening for you? <laughs> I'm like, I'm really curious, like, what the thought process is on that yeah. one. Because, like, for y'all, I would assume y'all are going to, you know, do shows with other people doing similar shit to y'all, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. That's something you got to look out for, you know. So, yeah, like, I definitely, like, if I had openers, you know, for my show, like, it would be, like, Essence or some shit, you know, like, shit should be performing with me. It wouldn't be an opener. Like, <laughs> yeah, but not like, back to back. Yeah, like, right. Like, it would be definitely someone, like, I actually like, and then our music's on the same, like, you know, same wave, kind of. Yeah. I don't want, you know, like, people come out to listen to me. You got, like, a, I don't know. But then my music is, like, very wide. So, like, you could, you know, bring, like, a pop artist. Like, I could bring a pop artist or, like, a R&B or some shit, you know, and just have it like that. Or EDM, even. Turn it up. We'll turn it up, too. Oh, shit. Dude, have a, dude, I love it when a rapper just has their DJ go up there for five Ten minutes. Yo, that's just what I'm trying hype. to get on, bro. Just to hype up the crowd. Just play bangers for a bit, <laughs> and just everyone gets going. Everyone's singing Mobamba and shit. They're just like, yeah. yeah, fuck it. And then the rapper comes on. And it's just like perfect. I love. It. I love when a DJ can just hype a crowd up perfectly. Yeah, I'm actually learning how to do that shit right now because I've been DJing the shows that we've been doing lately. So trying to figure that shit out. It's all a learning process. That again, like you just got to dedicate yourself to. Get in there. Been learning shit for sure. Yeah. But um, again, it's not something I would actually want to do long term wise. Like as far as like just being a DJ, you know, and playing yeah. other people's shit. Cause like, yeah, that's cool and all. But like, if I'm doing this shit, I'm a DJ. Our shit, you know. Yeah. yeah but uh, like so find someone else. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like mustard. You can be free. Yeah, for real. That's like mustard. Like DJ Mustard was like <laughs> producing for so many people, and then he just said. I have so much music. Fuck the artist. I'm just going to do my own shows playing my music. Yeah, and featuring these other artists, but like, he's like, I'm just going to do my own shit. Oh, for real. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm trying to be on because fuck being on like other people's shit. Like, that's cool and all. Like, you know, get your name out there, but like, yeah, right. man, fuck that. We could do this shit ourselves and we could get all that shit ourselves. Like, you really just got to figure that shit out. Yeah. And if you really want it bad enough and you can see that vision all the way to the end, that shit, sky's the limit, bro. You could go and get that shit. But that's that's what we trying to get on right now. That's that's how we're moving. Really, is do it. Yeah, like really though. That's really been the whole big picture for us. Like the whole fucking wave, the whole way. But um, dude, if you could do that shit on your own, bro, go ahead and do that shit on your own. <laughs> like you will benefit so much more. Yeah. And but again, you just got to be willing to see that vision all the way through. Cause it's not gonna be a hundred percent all the way through. Some days it's gonna be cool. Some days it's gonna it's gonna be shitty. Yeah, but push through and show up every day. You shit. So y'all mentioned y'all been doing some more shows and stuff. Well, how's that been going? Like, how how are shows going for y'all? Like, what's coming up next for y'all? What's what's happening with y'all? Yo, the shows have been going good. We're definitely getting our stage presence and everything together. You know, definitely ready to like turn up and engage with the crowd next time. Like, I'm actually excited to get back on stage and shit. You know, so <laughs> definitely we're next weekend. We're gonna start doing shows. Just gonna rehearse this whole week and just get ready. Have our set list and then just go hard. You know. Go for like let's go with that same set like the two set lists for like a month or so, and we'll yeah. have new music by then. So switch it out. Switch it out. <laughs> is there any new music y'all want to talk about right now? That you guys got coming up, or is it all still like yeah. like hush hush? Um, I got three songs I'm about to put out. Um, I'm actually planning them, getting the cover arts and everything done right now. So 
waiting on my friends. One, one, George, <laughs> our video dude, he fucked up. I had the cover art as this dope ass picture, and then he lost the video we had that made that picture. You know that picture. Yeah. So like I, so that one we're gonna have to have to work on that one. That kind of. <laughs> Kind of fucked everything, you know, the cover art at least. So I'm I'm about to work on that one. But the songs are called, one's called Only the Family. It was actually, my mom will commission me for songs like when, like when my, like when someone graduates or something or maybe your birthday or something. Like she'll, she'll commission me to do, to make a song. So I made this one about my family basically. And yeah, everyone liked it. Like it was crazy. I didn't think it would get like you know but i guess my family they understood it you know and then they so it was pretty cool i'm gonna drop that one I have another one called catching the sun it's pretty lit and then it's called shadow of death that's the one we're working on with, i have to change the cover art and shit <laughs> so, but now nah, yeah those are the next three and then i have a bunch like already ready almost ready i gotta mix them and shit but definitely ready to go like after i get those three I'm gonna like have them a month out just so I have time to have the next thing, you know. Yeah. But just keep it steady, honestly. That's the plan. Yeah. What you yeah. got? Um, it's been a minute since I've been on stage, but I'm ready to get back into that. I've got a song I'm dropping next month on my birthday. It's called Started from Nothing. Um, that's gonna go crazy. We're gonna shoot a video to that. But yeah, a lot of music videos, shows, everything coming up. That's a that's a great segue, and I'm curious to know y'all filmed a video together. Uh, it's foreign. Love the video. I'm being in Austin night, seeing all the cool yeah. places. Seeing you drive around Austin was really yeah. cool. Yeah. It was what a was crazy like? story. What was, like, yeah. like, was, was I like filming that video? It was a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. It really is. You watch yeah. that shit. It's a movie. There's a whole crazy story behind a lot of that shit. Like, especially going down when we're driving down Congress and we're going the Capitol's behind us, and these two are hanging at the back of the car. Our videographer, he's hanging, facing them, out the passenger. I'm the one driving. State trooper pull up right next to us, man. He just rolled down the window. He looks. He sees George oh, in the camera. I could have swore it was a state trooper, bro. Oh, the Capitol, that's where we saw the state trooper. He just looked. Kept going on his hey, way. That's Austin for you. Hey. 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 He, I would think it was because of the uh, he saw the camera, so I think he wasn't tripping out. Otherwise, like, yeah, bro. plus I wasn't. Yeah, plus like we weren't driving wild or nothing. We were going like five miles an hour. I wasn't trying to throw them out the car, <laughs> bro. I was trying to save them. Yeah. That was cool. It was a fun video. Definitely, we got to. You know, even people just on the street were supporting us. They're like, "Yo, get that oh, yeah. shit!" Like it was crazy. Yeah. I was like, "Damn." Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, made me want to even go harder. Shit, yeah, I was going hard, you know. Yeah. And then none of those scenes ended up being in the video, bro. Like, what the fuck? Then, but yeah, no. Nah. And then we even had someone like they're just driving. They just wrote. They had their window down. They just started vibing with us. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Like it was cool. So no, nah, that was definitely a vibe. Literally a movie. Like it was. But shit, that's that's a regular day over here. Shit. <laughs> Welcome yeah, to Austin. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, we just be vibing yeah. every day. So like. Yeah, we could record a music video every day for us. <laughs> we got enough content for that. <laughs> I know you have a, a handful of videos on your YouTube channel. Um, were a lot of those shot in Philly here? Or yeah, like yeah, all they were all shot in Philly. Okay. Yeah. And so, what was that like for you? Were because you were you're by yourself for most of them. There was one that you had that I really liked. It was with, um, oh man, what's his name? It starts with an L. Um, oh, I can't remember the, the song titles. Like the second to last video you'd put out. Mm, mm. Games, YG ish. I think Jake it was YG ish. Yeah, that's on go. Yeah, that one I really like that video. Um, how was it shooting over in Philly? Because like, what what was like your support system over there before you came <laughs> over here? Like, how was that? Um, I had some support. Uh, shout out Linus SLH over there, my camera crew, but. Yeah, I mean, most of the time I was just dolo doing this by myself for a. So has it been? A, so I'm sure it's been a big transition yeah. having like a team. <laughs> yeah, a team it's here. crazy. Yeah, I was telling Zach and Isaac that the other day. Like it's weird. Like, but like I just moved from a different life, literally. Like, you know, because they're real, they're supportive, and it's like everybody, like you said, a puzzle. Everybody's got a role, and everybody's playing their position. So, I was dope. Dude, I love it, man. It's, it's, it's yeah. so cool yeah. when you like you find your people, yeah. and then like those are like your homies. Those are your like Genuine true love fucking homies. Facts. Yeah, for real. Yeah, like um, 
they be your homies, man. They be your family. But like at the same time, we also gonna get on each other's ass when we slacking and shit on the music side because we know what the end goal is. So it's always good. It's always a good balance. All right. So we have we still have a little bit of time here, but there's a segment of questions I want to kind of get into that I'd written down that we haven't gotten. We haven't really talked about it all. Got some weed questions for you guys. Let's get it. (laughs) I think this is the first time we've had a room of smokers on the podcast. Uh, Yeah, if you want to. Goddamn pothead, bro. Do a dab on the podcast. Is this the first ever dab? Is this the first? (laughs) Podcast, actually. Breaking barriers, bro. Oh my God, you bougie bitch. Holy fuck. All right, let me see. Uh, let me see here. Cause it's like, it's in sugar as well. So let me take, <laughs> so Damn. our first dab on the podcast, never before done. <laughs> yeah. Um, roll, please. Let's get it. <laughs> so the first question I want to ask y'all, y'all been smoking for a while. So do y'all have a favorite strain? Oh, fuck. Yeah. That's definitely, I got a few favorite strains really. Cause I can't just pick one. I get, I get tired, <laughs> breath. Like, after a week of just smoking the same shit, I'm done. I want uh, something else, bro. Yeah. Really, even before that week is over, I want something else. Like, So for me, if I had the money, it'd be nice to like have different strains because I want different strains for different occasions. Like, I know people like their Indicas and shit. I don't know how the fuck y'all can do that shit. I don't, bro. I'm trying to stay it's up. I'm game. trying to do something. You know, like, I'm not yeah. trying to go to sleep. But like for me, favorite strain, bro. Oh, Jet Fuel. And gelato, especially. Those are the top two. Those, that's what I'll go with. <laughs> All right. I F- say, yeah, gelato's valid. i probably say sour diesel, too. Yeah, that's sour diesel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, oh, my boss. I don't know if you've ever had my, that. No, I haven't. Dude, boss. holy <laughs> fuck. Me and Zach have been trying to find that shit ever since we had it, bro. That shit <laughs> blew the fucking our minds wide what? open. It's called my boss. Yeah, that shit. That's that a crazy-ass fucking strain. Yeah, once the light's, like, fully lit, then you're good. To, it's, like, at the temperature. Um, For me, I'm trying to think of some of the strange. Oh, I had this one that was, um, oh, man, now I'm blanking on the fucking stream. Like, Rainbow Sherbert or something, or Rainbow Punch. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I think it was, like, Grape Punch or something. Uh-huh. That shit sent me to a no <laughs> Like, I had, like, one rip out the bong, and I was, like, on the couch the rest of the night like i was just done i was just done and they're like do you want to smoke tomorrow like, i'm good i'm, I'm good, good. <laughs> um it's really nice when you smoke like really high quality shit like you can tell the difference you can taste oh, the difference for sure um but i think that that's a strain that i really like um i never got into some of the classic strains like blue dream i don't think i've what? ever really had blue dream yeah i think yeah. one of those that like i think it's i don't know it's just it never popped around me so i've never really gotten a chance <laughs> to try it um, of course, because of where we live, you kind of have to accept what you get. Yeah. Blue, Dream. uh, <laughs> bro, Blue Dream's basic strain, though, bro. Yeah, yeah, I would always have that, bro. Shit. Yeah. I want to let you know, bro. <laughs> uh, um, all right. The other question I have, do you have the preferred consumption method? Wax, edibles, joints, blunts, bongs. Blunts. Jay. Blunts. Jay. Blunts. Jay. Jay, bro. Jay all day, man. All right. Let me see. Give, I want each of y'all to give me, like, Two of your best reasons for why your type is better than the other. Could be it's classic blunt versus J. Please like, give us some fucking let's reasons. Go. We want to hear. <laughs> we got time. All right, so, <laughs> so they hit better. That's number one. Yeah, I be higher, bro. Like I don't that know. Nicotine. That nicotine. <laughs> nah, I be higher off of blunts. Okay. No, I like, think the nick. I think the nicotine for someone who doesn't smoke nick at all. Like that gives that extra little oomph in a blunt. Yeah. Like when we were really like poor and like really stretching out our money, like we do spliffs because that's the only <laughs> way we can spread out. Yeah. The and so like I feel, I would like you like it. I'd be like, do. This head high is like nice. I really appreciate it. Bro, have you ever tried a moke? What's a, what's a moke? It's a spliff. It, it's a spliff for a bong. You put half tobacco, usually a cigarette in the bowl and then the other half weed <laughs> holy fuck bro that shit no, was a different level bro that shit i i remember one night when i was in colorado i think it was the day after my homie's birthday we fucking hit that shit man i literally was in that bitch dry heaving that shit had me fucked up and after that never again bro 
Never. Ever again? No. Hell no. Nah. But Jay's all the way. Raw game, bro. For real. Raw game. Like, man. First off, I'm not finna go to the store and keep paying goddamn 107 for a pack of two goddamn wraps, bro. I will go and spend the three, four dollars on a pack of 32 uh, papers and get a pack or a book of filters. If wraps didn't go bad, I I don't think I'd be I'd be fine with it because it'd be like okay I'll just buy twenty of these whatever like it's twenty bucks let me get like eighteen wraps or whatever and I'd be fine with it but the fact that they go bad bro you can spare them oh (laughs) they get stale as hell bro bro. (laughs) hell no you go fuck around get a nicotine rush (laughs) like bro your your lips start burning your tongue start hurting bro yeah bro you be trying to drink something just anything (laughs) to get that taste out your mouth (laughs) hell no you don't got to do that with the paper bro one lick and you're done. (laughs) <laughs> so a couple weekends ago uh when my girlfriend was in town we uh we got to introduce my friends who they're big smokers but they're new smokers so they may not have have tried some of the stuff that we or y'all have tried like have y'all ever smoked out of an apple before oh bro that's that's sure, literally that's where like you start yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where you start exactly exactly <laughs> You know, you smoke out the the apple, you smoke out the monster. You, you do like classic uh, gravity. We bond still too. smoke the monster, man. My job. Shout out to my man Frank. Shout out my man Frank, bro. When we're down bad out there on the golf course, bro, we'd open up a fucking Dr Pepper can or a monster can and smoke out that bitch. I understand the aluminum will kill you, but hey, sometimes you just gotta have it, bro. For the biscuit, bro. But like so, so. Teaching them kind of some of the stuff like that. <laughs> There's one I want to ask y'all if y'all have ever done. Because some people are, are like, oh, 100%, love it, it's great. And other people are like, I've never heard of this, and mm-hmm. I have no idea what you're talking about. So I'm curious where y'all fall on. Y'all uh, had a bong and ever done a time bomb? Yes, bro. Aww. I'm not you good said, at you said a time bomb? I'm not good at them though. Yeah, like, you either like them or you have no idea what they are. Yeah, <laughs> they are <laughs> So, uh, I guess I'll explain the way we, we do our time bombs. So, first you gotta roll a blunt. So, that's the key part. You gotta roll a blunt. I guess you could roll a J, but the filter gets in the way. So, rolling a blunt, you remove the filter altogether. You put that in a bowl, and you wrap, and you fill the rest of the bowl up with weed. Like, you pack a normal bowl. So, you just have a bowl, and you have a blunt sticking out of it. You light the blunt, and you smoke the blunt through the bowl, until it gets down, it's like it's like a ticking time bomb. As the blunt gets smaller and smaller and smaller, it's about to hit the bowl, and then it's going to ignite everything. And you take these massive hits. Uh, it <laughs> yes. is a fantastic way. It's like a it's like a Mario Party mini game type thing. It's like, yeah, all right, you keep passing the bar. It's like, who's going to get it? Yeah, who's gonna pass out first. yeah who's going to pass out first? Exactly. Uh-huh, yeah, this is the. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's that's one of those things. Yeah, you either know what it is, yeah. or yeah, you. You've so never heard of this before. Bomb. No, yeah. yeah. I've really seen it. I just didn't know what that shit was. probably crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but we should do that shit. That shit's lit. <laughs> yeah, if y'all ever get the opportunity, I would definitely give it a try. Bro, you try that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> God, we just picked up. Yeah, we're doing that shit tonight. Um, the thing we do to spice it up is uh, we put wax at the bottom of the blunt. Yeah, so yeah. So once oh, you're going to hit shit. the wax and then hit the ball and then hit the... Um, sleep for days. Yeah, dude. Oh. Like we used to put wax on the blunts, on the J's, all that. Bro, on top of Keith, bro. All that shit. <laughs> all that shit. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, ever since I got introduced to wax, it was like, oh yeah, you just throw it in a bowl, you put it on a blunt, you just you use it wherever. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's very versatile. It's very like salt, bro. Hell yeah. But I was just watching a YouTube video today about moon rocks and sun rocks. Y'all ever heard of Sun Rocks before? I have not actually. Never heard damn. of Sun Rocks. Oh, moon rocks. I want to get some. I, I thought it was some made up. New, <laughs> but new I bars. Guess, <laughs> I guess there was this viral clip of Snoop yeah. on, I think it was a Breakfast Club, and he was talking to Charlemagne. He was like, "Yeah, Moon Rocks. I wouldn't even smoke those. Like those are dangerous. Like those are like sixty percent THC." And I was yeah. like, so "It's weaker." Yeah, I was like, "That's not that strong," right. and uh, compared to like just the wax individually in the in the Moon Rock. Uh, and then he said, yeah, Sun Rocks, that's like 80%. Like, you oh, don't do that. Yeah, so yeah. Snoop had, had mentioned about it. And so this guy was, like, talking about, like, what's the difference between Moon Rocks and Sun Rocks. They're the same thing. The Sun Rocks are just, use good weed and good wax, and it's, like, all, like, the same strain. So, like, mm. you use that strain, 
as your keef, as you got your wax from, and then yeah. you got the butt around it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guy was saying, like, that's a scam. Like, Moon Rocks and Sun Rocks, you ever go to a dispo and they try to sell you that? It's a scam. Like, you're going to get so much higher and get more for your money just smoking the individual components yeah. than trying to do this crazy contraption. Yeah. There. Like, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. And so, uh, don't let, that's like the snake oil of the weed world. Like, don't, don't trust. Don't trust. <laughs> nah. I got these moon rocks. Trust me. I'll tell you, a hundred bucks for, for an eight. Like, yeah. nah, nah, I'm good, man. I'm good on those moon rocks. For real. Um, all right. Question for y'all. Four people in your smoke stash, past or present, can be anyone who y'all including in there for those four people. Each, oh. each one of y'all. Yeah. I know it's a lot to think about. <laughs> All right, if you know, then go ahead. Right. <laughs> the hell? Sorry, Chris, if you can go ahead. Miley Cyrus. Wait, bro. Yeah, you need four what people. Yeah, it's, you it's you a do. deep question, honestly. Deep like, question, yeah. You gotta think about this shit. Because you can smoke with, like, your true stoners, like your snoops or whatever. Or you can pick someone like, you know what? Let's put Ronald Reagan in there. Let's put Mr. <laughs> uh, Say No to Drugs in there uh, and Reagan fucking up. get him fucked the up. The Dare Lion. Dare <laughs> 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 nah, dude, I want to smoke with Miley Cyrus, my mom, my dad, and <laughs> Christina, honestly. I'll be good. Those are my dream people. Christina's my sister. <laughs> so, yeah. Honestly, my family, like... If I can smoke with them, fuck Miley Cyrus. Sorry, uh, I have to add, add another sister. <laughs> That'd be that's my dream. Smoke sesh. All right, what you got? Here? Oof, shit. Uh, I know for one, I'm gonna have Cat Williams. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, for that's real though. Man, I gotta. All right, I gotta throw Dave Chappelle in there, bro. Yeah. I gotta smoke with my man Dave, bro. Shit, I probably smoke with. I'm for sure smoking with Wiz, bro. Traditional stoner. <laughs> grew up. Childhood. Bro, gotta smoke with Wiz. That's two. Who would I smoke with? Celebrity. It could be anyone. Like, Anybody? Past or present, dead or alive. Like, that's why I'm like, it's, it's an interesting question. You could literally just pick anyone. You could be like, I'm gonna take George Washington for whatever reason. <laughs> I smoke. That's the case. I smoke with Malcolm X. There you go. That's a good yeah. one. Malcolm X, damn. You got anyone Ooh, else, Isaac? Shit. Hold on. Imagine Mr. MLK. Fucking I was going to say. Fat Jay. I was going <laughs> to say. Yo. What did, you, what did you mean about the dream? <laughs> the, blue dream. <laughs> <laughs> the blue dream. The blue dream. Blue dream. Straight stoning him. Nah, I got to smoke with Cheech and Chong, though, too, bro. Ooh, that's a good one. Definitely got to. Yeah, that's four already. <laughs> and throwing Seth Rogen, bro. Ooh, that's it. Uh, I like that. I say Lauren London. Lauren London. Yeah. Okay, Lauren okay. London. I don't know who. I don't know who that's that is. Nipsey's. Yeah, Nipsey's wife. Yeah. Ah, okay. Oh man, that's dope. Oh. And I probably say I smoke with Prince. Ooh. I say, I say, I Prince. say Prince or Ice Cube. I was thinking about Damn, that shit. Cube would be lit, Cube, man. Yeah. Oh, Yo, man. Prince, I'd kind of want to smoke with Dre though too. Yeah. Oh man. It man, it'd be crazy to be a fly on the wall in the studio in the late nineties, early two thousands when they're just making absolute bangers. Bro, for real. Oh man. Just the stuff that they fucking come <laughs> up with. Yeah, that shit horror, bro, for real. An era. R and B and rap. <laughs> the golden age. Um, so we are unfortunately coming up on time here. So is there anything y'all wanna add, y'all wanna plug, y'all wanna mention before we hop off the mic? And we can go any order y'all want. Whatever y'all got. Drop the socials, uh, Instagram, Essence Seventeen. That's pretty much everything. Twitter, uh, YouTube, La S. Um, yeah, I appreciate you for having me, man. No, yeah, we're happy to have you on. It's fantastic. Yeah, you can find me on everything. Zach, quiet down. Quiet. It's all it's all jumbled together, and down D W N. So yeah, for the dyslexic people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at ideal.txde. And as far as going music-wise, I'm producing tracks for Zach and them, so you can just go on the song credits and you can find which tracks I produce. I'm pretty sure you'll start to figure out what my production sounds like. But yeah, new music coming soon, and we'll also have our own SoundCloud, also Spotify, just strictly for production. So that'll be coming soon. Awesome. Yes, sir. 
we'll make sure to put all the links in the description. So if you want to find any of these people, um, we'll have the link there in the description. If you just look below, um, as well as, uh, just thank you. Thank you once again. I loved having you all on. It was fantastic to talk with y'all. Yeah. Hell thank yeah. y'all for coming oh, by. Hey, appreciate so, you, man. That's low, that's low. For real. It should have been lit. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Riffs on Tap. This has been episode number 48. Once again, we're going to have uh, links for everything for all of them in the description, as well as the link for you can find our previous episodes at riffsontap.com. If you go there, you can find our playlist. We have a playlist on Apple Music, Spotify, which is going to have music from all three of y'all on there. <laughs> um, so we'll update those playlists every week, kind of put new music, what we're listening to, what's going on. And so if you want to find all of these wonderful people's music, go definitely check out those playlists and you can find those at riffsontap.com and the links will be there for you. Once again, thank you so much y'all for coming by and thank everyone for listening. It really means a lot. If you could please share this with people, uh, word of mouth really goes a long way. And so, uh, you know, we want to share these wonderful people with the world and thank you all for listening. It's been, uh, it's been a fun one, but we will see y'all next week. Bye-bye. You. <laughs>